You're listening to an episode of the Break the Cycle podcast on the SVTV network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 12. I am going to be talking about something which frankly deep diving into it has been a task because there's just so much information about there which I really can't make sense of. But it's interesting to see how all of us go through it but not a lot of us realize it and, and I think that's why it's called an unconscious bias and I have the perfect guest for that with me uh her name is Sne and she's going to be talking to me about unconscious biases in general in unconscious biases at the workplace and how we kind of navigate through that I hope you enjoy the show hello ma'am hi adar how are you very well very very well <laughs> It took us a bit to kind of just like figure the whole mic system out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for inviting me, and it's such a such a pleasure being here. I'm glad you could make it. I mean, we we did try and do this about two weeks ago, but then yeah, vacations, vacations, and, and then exams, and then work, and commitments. Exams are about to be cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> just say. We're done with us. So We're I'm done. Good Awesome. So I'm just going to jump right in and my first question is if you could uh, talk a little bit about your journey uh how you've kind of gotten into this subject. It's a very interesting subject that you talk about. Yeah, so basically uh I think I started like any other ordinary Indian girl who goes to school, goes to college and then decides what to do with her yeah. life. And uh I started off uh I finished my master's MBA mm-hmm. and then I had the opportunity to work for a company in Bangalore which okay. at some point I went off to the sent me to the US. Mm-hmm. I think that is where my first exposure started being away from home in a new country and I'm talking of the late 90s. Right. So you didn't have all the uh, cell phones and the internet and the WhatsApp right. that we have today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you basically left on your own to figure out what you want to do with your spare time and i think i had a good fortune of making a lot of good friends mm-hmm. and uh, that is where i started questioning because of my interactions with them mm-hmm. a lot of biases that i was carrying all through okay and that led to couple of incidents where my my biases were like They highlighted showed up <laughs> yes and and that was mainly in my mind thankfully not in front of others but made me question on how we think what we do mm-hmm. post that of course i returned back to india and i worked with a large uh, it firm mm-hmm. where again i started so th- that journey to the us actually made me more aware of who i was as a person mm-hmm. and what goes on in my head so that's right. more of a more of a personal journey from there i started exploring questioning lot of things uh-huh. and uh, then moved on i've had a good corporate journey and now i run my own uh, firm mm-hmm. which is a dni firm called right. uh, diversity and inclusion firm called vivitta consulting right we also run india's only diversity focused job site called right. diversity job okay and uh, that's what we do so now we work with corporates and we help them work around their mm, biases around their biases <laughs> Could you define uh biases and unconscious biases in general because I think there's a lot of uh one when you say bias a lot of people kind of take it in the term oh you're biased so it be, th- there's like a instead of it being something that you're, you're supposed to be made aware of as a thing um it becomes a 
point fingers at that person sort of uh, yeah word so, so to speak i think uh, we all like to believe we are not biased so if you tell somebody oh you're biased no no they they get very defensive and they start justifying yeah. on why they are not biased that's one thing <coughs> the second thing is the information that is coming to us today from all sides you mm-hmm. know videos audios internet newspaper whatever our environment almost tells us what are the right things to say right right yeah and because we are constantly saying the right things mm-hmm. which we are supposed to say in order to appear modern or liberal or educated or just politically correct or just politically <laughs> correct yes we we're saying that somewhere i think what happens is we are burying our own self mm-hmm. under this huge mound of what is the right thing right yeah, yeah? and it is critical to be aware of it mm-hmm. because what happens is when you are constantly thinking you're saying the right things your biases actually come out in a very different way which mm-hmm. can impact those around you whether it's at the workplace right. whether it's your children your family your friends or whoever mm-hmm. so uh, the beauty is we we think we know it all yeah we think uh, we are right always or, or we're supposed to know it all <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, we 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 constantly keep saying i'm not biased the whole world out there is biased so i'm right. i'm you know uh, i'm a liberal i i know it all i'm aware and i can say all the right things right so there's, there's so like I a must separation be right yeah uh-huh. and subconscious biases are biases which have been ingrained to us mm-hmm. over a lifetime right and which make us which impact our behavior to, towards others mm-hmm. those are the bi- those biases are called so and the best part is you know many a times you're not even aware we are carrying it okay so for example if i am walking on the road mm-hmm. you know or somebody's walking on the road and you see a shabby person mm. with long hair mm-hmm. right you you immediately think okay this person is maybe a a criminal a thief chor uchakka hai right yeah yeah whereas if the same person was white skinned yeah your perception is oh poor guy maybe he's fallen on bad times right or maybe or he's just here maybe he's a hippie or you know oh yeah. maybe i can hear uh, i can i learn something from him rock right. music <laughs> <laughs> you know right your behavior changes because of your biases right a woman in a sari immediately would have a different even today by right. the way yeah. right we will have a different view of who she is or who she might be right and what these biases do is they essentially shut us mm-hmm. from having more meaningful interactions with those people mm-hmm. you know from learning more from becoming a better ecosystem a better society right and uh, that is what this whole issue is about so it's similar to putting people in a box so Absolutely. to speak right, in your head and some of it is important incidentally because <coughs> you see as humans as we were evolving mm-hmm. uh, imagine yourself i i always talk about this in my training programs right imagine yourself in a jungle mm-hmm. and you see this golden yellow animal coming towards you mm-hmm. it's got a huge mane huge claws big teeth <laughs> and you start analyzing it you know? <laughs> and by the time you're done with your analysis you're probably lunch for someone right <laughs> Uh, makes sense these these boxes are important for us to make a speedy decision right these boxes also help us in our safety in being alert mm-hmm. 
but these boxes also can impact mm -hmm. us in a negative manner right and it's critical to be aware of these boxes mm -hmm. and know which one is working for you which one is not working for you um could you give me some examples of I mean, let's let's go step by step. There are personal yeah. biases, there are works workplace biases, and I, I think they come. Th there is like a connection there as well. Mm. But if I were to first start off with the workplace ones, because I think the personal ones, some of them you've probably touched upon. Yeah. But <laughs> what are the common works workplace biases that you pro that you've come across? I'm I'm going to touch upon some of the common ones, mm -hmm. right? The most prominent ones. Mm -hmm. Women, hmm. typically, yeah, many times. And and this is like in a in a metro city like Delhi. You right. Know? Yeah. Just quoting this as an example. Mm -hmm. I I met umpteen number of senior managers. Right. Who will not offer mm -hmm. a, an opportunity to a woman just because they think she is married, she has kids, she will not be able to travel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is a that is a very common one. Yeah. That that's a common one. Yeah. Uh, even today, women, when they go for interviews, mm -hmm. if they are of a certain age, mm -hmm. they are asked, right. uh, are you married? Mm. Are you not married? Are you going to be married? And are I know of people kids? who are, you know, doing a mental calculation. And these are life cases, you know, that I have right. yeah. So this is another one. Then... Uh, if you are, there was recently a story on LinkedIn where somebody mentioned that they were called by a headhunter, a recruiter for a position, uh -huh. and they were told, uh, this, you, you fit the role, but we cannot take you because you are in your mid-30s and this is a startup organization. So there's okay. a bias that, right. you know, because you are above a certain age, right. you will not fit in a, in a, in a certain environment. Right. And this could work both ways, right? Yeah. Uh, the US today has a huge opportunity market for veterans. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah? Uh, India itself has people who uh, get out of the armed forces by 40, 45. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, increasingly. Increasing. Increasingly so, yes. yeah. But the opportunity for them in regular jobs is minuscule. I mean, Why yes, so? You, because there, there's a... You know, already if you are above forty-five or you are right. fifty, yeah. the number of opportunities is extremely small. That is, yeah, that is true. Yes. Yeah. I think the the higher you go up the ladder, it's the lesser the, the lesser the opportunities, which but is. But also, if you are willing to work for a lower opportunity, right? right yeah. A lower role, there are not too many opportunities because people say, "Oh, you are already fifty plus." Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a bit scary because we are losing out on that huge amount of experience mm -hmm. and uh, senior and maturity that comes with it, which any workplace needs. Mm -hmm. So this is another bias. Then, of course, what you are wearing, especially when it comes to women. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a huge like one. It's yeah. like a big one. That's a huge <laughs> one. <laughs> so uh, these are some of the things we face. And, and I'm not even going uh, towards the PWDs. Right. You know, people with disabilities, uh -huh. uh, we also work for them, we right. with them. And uh, in fact, we are affiliated with Skill Council for People with Disabilities. And uh, I have personally worked with uh, speech and hearing impaired people. Mm -hmm. uh, and our pitch at Diversity Job also, incidentally, is 
that these people don't need charity. Yeah. PWDs don't need charity. Right. You need to mainstream them and mm-hmm. treat them like any other like regular any other, employee. Yeah. Demand the same amount of performance mm-hmm. and pay the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that mindset is still not there. Right. There's a huge concern. How will I uh, communicate? What will I do? Will this person be able to work? Mm-hmm. Not work. Hmm. And we are losing out on a huge amount of talent. Do you think this has something to do with the... And and it's just a thought. I may be generalizing. In fact, I am generalizing. uh, That there is just this uh, aversion to learning how to break out of a comfort zone, for example. You and I are talking right now. Yeah. Uh, Spoken word, on a mic. It's comfortable because we're used to it, right? Now, if there were a language barrier, this conversation may not have happened. Exactly. Or if there was, if, if it was completely different, if it was sign language, for example, and one of us did not know, it would probably not happen. And um, again, I'm, I am probably generalizing, but I think that's based on but the I, same I, biases you speak of. I, I think you, you've nailed it. Right. Because I always say this, you know, I may not know Telugu. Right. I may not know Chinese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like I may not know Chinese. Mm-hmm. Somebody I interact with may not know Hindi or English. Yes. Or, yeah. But we do find uh, sign language is the easiest language actually. <laughs> Imagine yourself on a different planet. How are yeah. you going to communicate? You sign, want to communicate because with your hand, hand gestures. Signs, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's the easiest one. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're also right when you say essentially this whole issue about subconscious biases. Are, is only about our comfort zones. Mm-hmm. We just don't want to step out of those boxes. Right. And we don't want to think there's a different way of doing things. And I understand learning is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Learning is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Unlearning and relearning is even, even harder. harder. <laughs> it's a two-step <laughs> yeah. process. Yes, it's a two-step <laughs> process. And it's a process we are so comfortable with. We've been mm. uh, very happy. Our world has been moving fine with our biases. Right. Why should I change? Mm-hmm. I've had a person, a senior person tell me once, mm-hmm. if my sales team is running, why mm-hmm. do I need to hire women? Right. But but I think those people need to understand that more than 90% of the buying decisions are made by women today. That's true. As far as even, at least even your audience. Even for men's products. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The yeah. house, the shirt, the... I did not think of that. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think of that, yeah. But but you think about it, you know, mm-hmm. in your own homes, mm-hmm. uh, what brand of Atta will come to, yeah. what groceries, to what car color, furniture, furnishings. Is that because, we, I mean... Which doctor which your doctor kid go will to. go to? Yeah. Is that because we've also, I mean, again, uh, this one's a little more mainstream, this particular bias. Is that because the gender, gender roles are so specifically defined in at least our society? But the line is blurring so fast. It is, now, it is, right? it is. And, and it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see. And yeah. when women are making those decisions, the, the point is you cannot keep them away from the workplace. Right. Yeah. Which you is even to, more amazing. You need to incorporate them. There are so many organizations. I'm not talking of a couple of IT companies. Mm-hmm. But most organizations have a percentage of 12%, 15 bhi bahut jada. Mm-hmm. 8%, 10%. Right. And at the top, it's like, 
2%, 3% oh boy. of the C positions. Mm-hmm. You, you are talking about a population which is 50% of your economy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you're only using 10% of them <laughs> at the workplace. Yeah. So you're missing out on a huge yeah. talent pool. What are some of the biases you had to overcome? Or at least the ones you identified and you had to overcome? Uh, lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever ones you feel like sharing. <laughs> so my, my first experience was uh, when I, you know, of course, when you're growing up, you do come across some biases. You mm-hmm. take them as part of your life. And right. Let's move on, right? Because uh, they're just handed to you. Yeah. <laughs> Legacy biases. Handed. Rat ko late nahi jana because it's not safe. Right. Da, da, da. Yeah. Standard, right? Uh-huh. And I'm talking of growing up in late 90s in those times. Yeah, so yeah. obviously, mm-hmm. uh, you justify them saying they're for your safety, mm-hmm. so which is okay. But uh, in the workplace, I think when I went uh, to work in the States, mm-hmm. I remember going to uh, a bank to open an account. Right. And I went with a colleague of mine. She and I went from the office. Mm-hmm. And this person at the other side of the table. And in those days, you didn't have so much of internet and stuff. You're right, you know? yeah. Internet banking itna nahi tha. So there were forms to be filled and photocopied and whatever. So I remember walking in and thinking this person is a little uh, too tall for an average ordinary person. Woman, yeah. mm. right? And... Uh, but that's that. I just thought maybe okay. Some people hmm. grow up a little yeah, more. Yeah, a little more than others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, when she went to photocopy my form, and at that point my colleague told me, you know, this is a man. Mm. Now in the nineties, you know, your the only thing you knew about a transgender was maybe uh, we used to call them, you know, hijra mm-hmm. here in India, mm-hmm. and I had gone from India. Right. And you used to be scared of them. You wouldn't mess around with them, you know, <laughs> at traffic right. lights and whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 You, you kind of just stay you, out of You stay way. away from them, stay which away. is, which, Avoid. I mean, yeah, which is, a, I think, a bias that everyone here has. Even today, they Even have. today, yeah? yeah. And I'm talking about 20 years ago. Oh, man. Yeah. So suddenly, you know, the moment my friend told me that, and this person comes back, gives me my form and says, okay, so we are done. Now, when I had walked in, I very promptly shook hands uh, with that person. But when... Once I got to know this person is a transgender, and uh, they are they are they are integrated into the main society. It's not right. a problem. So you know she gives me a form, and I take the form, and then there's this hand in front of me waiting to say we, bye. Yeah, but you don't. And I don't know how to shake that hand. I'm trembling inside. I'm so scared. Okay. You know, so it took a lot of effort and social etiquette and politeness for me to get up shake hands and get out but you know i cannot even today describe that feeling of right. fear uh-huh. it was fear in my mind right and there of course then i later got exposed to many of my friends being uh, lgbt's and it right. was fine they were mm-hmm. they were friends yeah many times you didn't even know then uh, i that was a big sh- learning for me mm-hmm. and i till date i think it's one of my biggest learnings which i've mm-hmm. incorporated into my mind you know i've, right. I've not forgotten it mm-hmm. and uh, then i worked with one i came back to india and i worked mm-hmm. with one of the it firms mm-hmm. and there we took uh, seven people who were hearing and speech impaired right and i 
worked with them on training them on SAP. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud to say many of them continue to work there. I'm glad. So that's, that, that's like a personal joy yeah. for me. Right. So then uh, today, of course, now we work with uh, PWDs and uh, LGBTs and women mm-hmm. because... Uh, at some level, I may believe women don't really need to be treated as special because mm-hmm. all of us are educated and we fought for the same college seat and fought the same battle. <laughs> Yet when I look at the percentages in the workplace, right. I think something extra needs to be done to incorporate this mm-hmm. this piece of the population into the mainstream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, these are some of my biases. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the best part is uh, Adhar, I think, to recognize mm-hmm. that... I may do tons of training, I may read, mm-hmm. yet even today I have some biases. Mm. And like what? It could be, it could be just being uh, extra alert, right? Walking on the road, uh-huh. thinking it's unsafe, right? Right. I mean, wouldn't that be okay? I'm. I won't say I'm playing devil's advocate here because. Uh, Apart from my regular job on the side, I uh, train people in martial arts. And yeah. for the longest... I should sign up for one of your classes. <laughs> <laughs> You're most welcome. Uh, shameless plug. <laughs> right after... Uh, so the first time I got... Ba- I got... The fir- at least the first couple of years that yeah. I was doing this, uh, when I started teaching, because it was ingrained in me that you have to be hyper-vigilant. Yes, you because have. we were exposed to I won't say we were exposed to uh, like violence in terms of experienced it, but we were just told be prepared. Be prepared, and that that's a teaching that continues till today. But I I think that switch just was on throughout. Yeah, yeah. So whenever I'd walk into a place, first thing I would do is scan, is scan, look <laughs> yeah. at the exit route. Like I'm sitting right now next to the door, which sure. if I if I were in in class, I would essentially say I'm at the least safe spot at the moment Hmm. but it's not necessarily something you need to think about all the time is it i i think there's no harm in being alert Mm -hmm. especially in our environment right yeah so does this bias work for me Hmm. yes yeah does it keep me away from exploring Mm -hmm. maybe Right. I would even say maybe. Maybe. But but the be- the see what happens is all of us carry biases all the time, mm-hmm. and you cannot do away with them. Right. The only thing is to be aware of them, and to use them. For example, today I have overcome my bias on LGBTs. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because of learning, reading, introspecting, and working with them. Yeah. And working with mm-hmm. them. Yes. Uh, I have opened my mind to a point where I recognize the bias I have and I have worked on it and I've overcome that. Right. But has that bias been replaced by another bias? Maybe yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that is possible. So it's not about getting rid of them. You, it's more you can about you choose them. You never get rid of it. Every new situation will have, will a, have new a new bias. set of biases. Oh. <laughs> the only thing is to be aware of them and, and to see which one works for you, which one doesn't work for you. Doesn't work for you. And the ones that don't work mm-hmm. uh we always say this, you know, resolve, rinse, repeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a continuous journey. The yeah. other three R's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> resolve, rinse, rinse, repeat. I love that one. Right. 
Um, now this is a it's a personal concern for me. Although I know that there's a there's a degree of there's a degree of me going okay. It's not you can't really get up and change everyone yeah. or change the world. It's ultimately a choice. But um, given present day scenarios, right? All around us. I don't necessarily need to get into specifics. Let's just take the safest one right now: the coronavirus scare. Hmm. Right? It's a legitimate scare. Absolutely, completely legitimate scare. But then there are situations, at least that I've witnessed, where suddenly, okay, not sudden. There, there's this. Um, we can call it a bias, but there are incidents of racial separation taking place because someone just looks a certain way. Yeah. Like there, there was a video of someone from the Northeast who's being yelled at and told to leave because right. they're told that you're from China. Absolutely. I know I'm kind of delving into dark territory here, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take that risk. Um, so how do you kind of, how do you make people aware of this or at least make them realize that a lot of the things that they're doing or at least the actions that they're taking are coming from a place uh, <clears throat> which is which wasn't theirs to begin with it's handed to them like a lot of these a lot of the biases that we talk about for example i'll i'll take it a step further um you look at someone you look at someone of color at least younger and there are two ways to this there there yeah, are yeah. there are incidents which are uh which I would say I have a positive side to them because there's a degree of, oh, I've never seen someone like that before. Mm -hmm. Versus, and that's for a different, like a completely different area of, uh, of our society. Versus someone, uh, at least in our, with our privilege uh, and access, looking at, looking at a person of color and going with these old biases of, oh, they must be a certain way. Yes, they must be Without easy, getting they must them. be available. Yeah, that's one. That's one. That's one. They may be violent, they may steal, they may yeah, be yeah, criminals. Yeah, they might be criminals, yes. Why is that? And how do you get people so out of here, that? here, I think, uh, <laughs> the more we know, the lesser we know is the problem. Ooh, right? okay. The more mm -hmm. we have access to. Mm -hmm. So today, uh, because of the speed of information mm -hmm. and the amount of information being thrown at us. Right. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, statistically also you know at any given point of time they say there's some 40 million bits of information being thrown at us mm -hmm. and you can process very 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 little of it right yeah. and all through a device uh -huh. <laughs> and and <laughs> at any point you're constantly being fed so much of information right yeah which is actually impacting our views mm-hmm yeah, because that's what we are hearing, that's what we are seeing. So if I see a video which shows people in China dropping on the roads, mm -hmm. immediately in my mind I think everybody in China is dropping on the <laughs> roads. Road, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if I read mm -hmm. from 15 YouTube channels, if I hear or if I read on uh, 15 WhatsApp, Hmm. That healthy <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> Not to mention Amla, Trifla, and oh. whatever else. <laughs> there was Lysol. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, there was Lysol. Then yeah. uh, there was also vodka, by the way. So. Oh, God. Okay. So then the 16th time, I'm going to think 
कि थोड़ा खाई लें so uh, i know my friends who uh, like i know some people who would probably just run after the vodka but okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's my bias showing up <laughs> but, but yeah uh, there this is so much information coming to us and unfortunately we don't understand or we don't realize that a lot of it is being fed to us mm-hmm. yeah by vested groups mm-hmm. by people who have a certain amount of interest in what you should start believing mm-hmm. in and this extends not just to color or to gender or to sexual diversity it also extends to religion mm-hmm. you know the amount of stuff that has come it is bound to impact you it, it is a very polarized world right like i said you know much as we try to say we are we are uh, non biased we are not biased mm-hmm. the fact is that our mindsets and opinions are mm-hmm. being shaped constantly by the world around us right so yes what to do in such a scenario uh i think we pride ourselves on the amount of time we spend on our gadgets mm-hmm. <laughs> we should start using having it. some faith in uh, you know preparing and reading and trying to understand and questioning mm-hmm. in my view the first thing you can do is uh read mm-hmm. question be aware of your own self you know but try introspecting i mean yeah. try sitting in silence for a little while and figuring out what's going on around <laughs> you what's going on in your own head <laughs> we we not uh, we not spending time with ourselves at all right we we are not spending time questioning what is going on mm-hmm. and we are all just running mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah but uh, i and you pick up 10 people and you ask them what are they running for i mm-hmm. i doubt very many people have the time even to answer that <laughs> <laughs> that is true so we need to sit back and and i think introspect and question and then prepare mm-hmm. but that comes only if you are actually keen to do it right yeah agar hum tiktok video dekhte rahenge then that's like <laughs> i am so glad you went there <laughs> i am so glad you went there <laughs> no because tiktoks another tiktoks another personal bias yeah. i had I you will had. say I had for or against 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 I had it against <laughs> and I'm like saying it openly I had it because I also realized that it is a powerful tool to use and I can't believe I'm saying that but it yes. is it is um there was an experiment I mean uh, just a random incident that I'd like to bring up but uh, there was an there was this content creator I forget the name who actually uh, took on some of the people who and showed them their biases which is a very interesting thing to watch hmm. and he did it like very nicely there was no anger no nothing about yeah. it now uh, this person uh, uh again forget the name um is gay has like publicly gay and got a lot of uh hateful comments all over the internet mm-hmm. i mean that's another rabbit hole that i think i'm going to need a series of podcasts to get into but um what he decided to do was he actually reached out to all of them and called them mm-hmm. and just asked them why did you say that okay nothing like no uh, no conflict no anger no nothing just i just want to know why you said that and then a lot of like he kind of found out from some of these things he decided to kind of empathize with them a little bit and also understand where a lot of these biases were coming from and then they realized that okay there are deeper 
areas where you don't like someone may have had a bad experience so you continue that bias against the entire community absolutely yeah so it's just i mean again I, this is probably me rambling but it's it's it is a little sad to see that sometimes we just let all the biases even the ones that don't work for us just take over yeah and 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 the funniest is you know uh, how quick we are to make an opinion mm-hmm. how quick we are to pass a judgment right and uh, if you are uh, if you have small children and you're working and mm-hmm. this this is again a very prevalent one right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what makes a good mother right uh, what makes a, a man <laughs> desirable or good or whatever according to log kya kahenge bachche humne to bachcho ko bhi nahi chhoda hai right oh what makes a good child uh, if you get certain amount of marks and we are in the middle of exam season oh yeah uh, so i see your son nodding right next to me right and now. that's okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll back out his biases out <laughs> but but yeah i mean we we are uh, so clear about what is the good and which is acceptable uh-huh. right yeah and uh, that is extremely sad all mm-hmm. children must do maths properly right hamane yeah. to industry hai pura maths ka <laughs> uh, we we are we are quashing so much of talent in arts mm, yeah. and literature and whatever else so so i think Our, our biases are all around us mm-hmm. i've had in in my training sessions when i tell people one of the things we exercises we do with them is telling them to look back into their childhood right and see and come up with an incident which has impacted their life mm-hmm. right and i get to hear some very very moving stories about personal stories you know where mm-hmm. people might say that oh my sister was only one year younger to me but my father always used to make her stand in front of the scooter aur mujhe piche bitha dete the ki tum bade ho oh whereas i wanted to stand in front mm-hmm. it's a very small thing we yeah. don't even recognize it yeah yeah of what we are doing mm-hmm. right uh, there was somebody who said that when they would come back from school the mother would kind of hug the younger one a little extra mm. and the older one grew up thinking that the mother loved the younger one more yeah it's a very common thing in every it household is, it is yeah yeah aapne to mujhe pyar hi nahi kiya text i mean but as parents we we may not recognize it mm-hmm. as, as bosses in a team mm-hmm. if i do not make it a point to ask everyone in my team mm-hmm. about what they are doing how can they contribute right mm-hmm. i don't give them a voice right i am actually uh, not having access to their ideas mm-hmm. or to their thoughts right and this person over a period of time might just decide to quit and walk away and you lose out on a huge you talent you lose out on a talent that's one then in a team which is mostly uh, and panjus mm-hmm. or mostly one kind of you know uh, demographic demographic yeah. it may not occur to you that somebody who's not uh, sharing that demographic mm mm-hmm. is feeling left out feeling left out oh yeah that's a very common one very yeah. very common one hmm. uh there are cases where typically women would be asked ki aise zara chai bol dena hmm kyun bhai oh man so the, what i'm saying is it's so prevalent around us if if we start sit down and start thinking you know yeah 
all these are stemming from a very deep rooted conditioning uh, a mm-hmm. thought which has we we we've grown up with and mm-hmm. we are so comfortable with it we may not even notice right. i keep hearing uh, when i do trainings in corporates and maybe some of some in your audience would uh, you know identify with it mm-hmm. they say oh women need to leave at 6 because they have kids at home mm. they need to fix things one it's an assumption right that if you're leaving on time mm. you're not contributing enough right yeah secondly it's only women who need to go yeah hey why not the men bachche to unke bhi hai exactly <laughs> and not just that like i'm i'm sorry if you're leaving on time you're efficient you're efficient absolutely <laughs> and uh, that whole hustle and grind culture is absolutely I mean, why, why, why do i need to waste my time yeah. looking at facebook after office hours and <laughs> not go back <laughs> But these are some of the issues which are, like I said, you know, there's there's so much around us. We yeah. just need to open our eyes mm-hmm. and and start questioning. Right. Uh, because there there are so many people who are not getting the opportunities which they should. Mm-hmm. They could be so good at their work. Right. There are uh, I hear you know sometimes participants who will talk about the fact that oh, what's the point of me speaking up anyways? Nobody's listening. What a sad thing. Yeah. Hmm. Have you faced that? I yes, mean, couple of times. There'll be yes. some people who'll be just quiet in a meeting. Mm-hmm. They'll come, they'll sit, they'll listen to everybody, and they'll walk away. That's usually me. A- <laughs> as a manager, you you hmm. sh- okay. Your manager should step up and ask you, "Why did you not open up? What's <laughs> going on?" Hmm. Right. Right. No, But in my case, it's a conscious decision that I take to just take everything in and then talk yeah. later. But yeah, so there I are a lot of people in meetings, even people who I work with, who will just not say anything. Yeah. So we we need to. Uh, you think that's maybe fear of spotlight? Maybe that's that's fear of failure. That's being, that's a fear of oh, being yeah. proven wrong. Yeah, and, yeah. And you hmm. know, that that's a a thought. Uh, so children in schools, for mm-hmm. example, uh, or all of us maybe growing up, the one who can score a lot in maths is considered smart.
uh, we are online. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on uh, www.vivitta.in. Right. And uh, that's about it. That's, that's about it. Perfect. My, I mean, anything you write there. We are also on Facebook. Okay. And Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are there. I'm there on LinkedIn, of course. Awesome. So if you type Sneesharma Vivitta, I think it will come. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I'll and they, leave. They, they should also reach you and then hopefully you'll, you'll direct them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave a link in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for this. This has been... I was, lo- I was really looking forward to this conversation because I had personal reasons for this to okay. kind of see my own. And this has been enlightening. Thank you so much for coming. I hope it's been worth your time. Very. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me over. What a pleasure. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you.